0: Some people say you shouldn't become a DJ because it's not a real career path. But it is a real career path and I know because I'm doing it. I live for a living every day. I get to DJ, I get to paint whenever I want. I do my own everything. And it's the best and most rewarding choice I've ever made in my entire life.
1: Hey everyone, it's Nephi Anderson here with a brand new episode of The Path Less Traveled. Now, today's guest is DJ, visual artist, and philanthropist, Kiana Parks. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Kiana is most known for DJing for prominent brands that you love, I love, such as American Express, Sephora, Volkswagen, Adidas, and then this goes on and on and on and on and (laughs) on. But what I love about her is that she uses her platform to raise awareness about blood cancer through the DJ For Cure movement. Kiana, thank you for having us and allowing us to be in your home and your space and all that fun Thanks stuff. Thanks for coming out. I'm excited. So talk to me about the opportunities that you created for yourself that led to your big break. Uh,
0: well, when I first started wanting to DJ, a friend of mine started bringing me out to the clubs, like fun clubs like Avenue and Tenjun, which was a hot club back then. Mm-hmm. And well, back then, like two years ago. <laughs> Uh, But anyway, so I used to go to the club and I just had so much fun and that's when I decided I wanted to be a DJ. And I just, I was trying to look up, look for people to like look up to or just kind of like, you know, get a good idea of like what I'm doing. And I saw DJ Kiss one morning on Good Morning America, and I just knew that I was—I don't know—I just looked up to her. She was like the Beyonce of all DJs, in my opinion, at that Ooh. time. So I was just like, I have to meet her. And was That's quite like, a I title, the
1: Beyonce of all DJs. Yeah, Kiss is Beyonce. Oh my um, goodness, Beyonce.
0: I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so I wanted to meet her, and I and uh, I saw she was having a birthday party. I went to the party, and she was like the nicest person I had ever met, and next thing i know i was her assistant and she you know come on not next thing you
1: know okay so how did you go from like seeing her in good morning america to meeting her at a party to becoming
0: her assistant what's the in-between uh stuff well i mean i went to her birthday party i wanted to meet her i saw on her instagram she was having a birthday party at baby i'm a star and i had never even been to baby i'm a star but i was just like i i have to meet her and i went up to her introduced myself and uh you know, she gave me her information and said, if there's anything you ever need, let me know. And I did. I sent her an email and I just like, please, I'll, I'll carry your crates. I'll do it. I'll, do you even have crates? I'm like, I'll carry your laptop. I'm like, yeah. Whatever it is that you need, I'll do. And, uh, you know, then she emailed me back and it just it worked out. We have a lot wow. in common wow
1: mm-hmm. so what would you say that you what would you say you did to deliberately brand yourself because now I feel like the arena for female DJs I think even though you should just be called DJs mm-hmm. period but you know the arena for you guys are opening up a bit more and there's a little
0: bit more competition out there so mm-hmm. what would you say you did to stand out deliberately I deliberately continued to be myself you know I wrote a list of the things that I like about myself and what uh, my friends, you know, why they gravitate towards me or, like, why they like to party with me. And I took those things and I en- I enhanced them. I right. gave them some color and put them in a the press kit. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so talk to, So I know that you have a press kit. I also, fi- I love
1: wicks. Wix is like my favorite mm-hmm. um, website building platform. And I saw your story on Wix, which is how I even found out about you. You were mm-hmm. like a Wix feature. Mm-hmm. I always stress to people about the importance of having an online presence and having a website. Right. So what made you want to
0: have your own website? Uh, well, I'm a graphic designer, and I found Wix years ago, and uh, I was obsessed with it. And uh, even when I I had, I always had my website, kianaparks.com, because... I had it when I was just doing my freelance graphic designs, and uh, then when I decided to be a DJ, I just transformed it to be a DJ. <laughs> right.
1: Okay, so for the people that aren't on that level yet, they have they, they didn't get a website as yet, could you explain the importance of
0: having one, um, just career-wise? Yeah, I mean, right now is, like, you know, important for internet pre- presence. I think the... What inspired me the most with social media and, like, an internet or online presence uh, was Obama's campaign. Mm-hmm. Back in, what was that, 08? Yes. Yeah. 08, when yeah, when he did that whole campaign, he was, like, the one of the first ones politically to really take control of it and make it you know work for him right seeing that just kind of like inspired me I think it inspired a lot of people I don't think people give Obama a lot of credit because I feel like he really you know put it out there but I mean you know I just went and I took that and I just made it I made it work I've got my online presence I realized that you know if I have to send an email everyone's not giving out mixtapes anymore so you know send out emails it's just easier it's 2015 if you don't know that your online presence is you know Important, baby girl. I don't know. (laughs) I need a lot of of help. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) So, what would you say is one thing that you know now that you wish you knew when you first started, when you first got into the DJing game? Because I know you've gotten so much success. You've had so much success. Mm -hmm. You've done it for about like two years now? Yeah, it's been just made two years, yeah. Which is hard to believe. I mean, you've (laughs) been on Good Morning America, Sway in the Morning, all
0: those things. I was on Good Morning America with Kiss. I was Mm -hmm. on Good Morning America, but... Yeah, uh, just to be more careful about my branding and, you know, really just being myself and like, you know, from the beginning, I've always wanted to be myself and kind of like make that work. But I would get distracted with other people who are around me and like, you know, people that I looked up to would tell me certain things. But I think. In the end, and one something that I'm still learning, when you believe in something, you, you, you know, as long as you work hard with it, it's, it pays off. So right. just like brand yourself that way, I guess. Right. Like just be yourself. Don't copy off anybody else's kind of whack. Yeah, that's <laughs> important. Right. So
1: share one thing that most people don't know about your journey to where you are now. Mm, one, of
0: the things, one of the things that kicked it off was a bad breakup with my ex-boyfriend. And it's funny because my first laptop while DJing was the laptop that he bought me. And he bought it for me because I made him trade in these Christian Louboutins that he bought me for, like, Valentine's Day. And I was like, I don't want them. I'm like, I don't need any Christian Louboutins. Right. And, you know, whatever. I was just like, can we take it back and get, a, like, a Mac? Yeah. And then we took
1: it back. That's smart, That's smart. I mean,
0: just a few months later, we were broken up. And I was <laughs> becoming a DJ. And, you know, I used that same laptop. Thank God I changed, changed those Christian Louboutins for a Mac. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was smart. You're you thinking. you got a
1: good head on your shoulders there. Yeah. So um, talk to me about your last career low. Because with social media and the rise of Instagram and all those things, it's easy for people to see your life, the pictures that you put up, and think that, like, everything was handed to you. You mm-hmm. didn't work for anything. And it's always glamorous. So what was your last career low, and how did you bounce back
0: from that? I always have career lows, every day. It's like, Right. I, I'm my own, I, I, I have to do everything. So it's like if I'm not feeling well, that's that's a not a good thing. It's like for me to get a cold, it's like, you know, I might lose a gig or anything. Everything is controlled by me. Being a DJ, a full-time DJ, is really scary because, you know, I might be doing good right now, and then next month I might not have any gigs coming my way, so you got to save up all your money. It's like, you yeah. know. Yeah. It's, like, any, any day can be a career low. It's, like, you know, it's just, it's just, it comes with the territory. Right. Every so, day is not a good day. Right. So, Every day is
1: not a good day. No. So, there's none that really comes to mind. It's just kind
0: of like you. Yeah. Like, I mean, it is what it is. And, honestly, like, even my career lows, I really don't count them as lows anymore. I just... Because it's something that always teaches me how to grow and become right. stronger, you know. Right. It was when I was when I was working with Kiss. I was uh, just interning, and oh, I just I never wanted to disappoint her. So I was just like always, like you know, at every gig, and uh, I had to get on crutches. <laughs> I was on crutches for maybe a month. And that was like the hardest. Wait, what happened?
1: Month. You fell or something?
0: No, it was just something going on with my foot, and mm-hmm. uh, I was a. It was a pain that I was ignoring. I just kept working and just kept working, and right. it just kept getting worse. And eventually, I had to go on crutches. But during that time, it was like you know, I was working for Kiss. I was still doing my own gigs and everything, and I'm on crutches. Yeah. But never did I miss a gig. Oh my god. Even while I was on crutches, I put on my shoes in that booth Well, one shoe maybe. <laughs> Or I just had on one shoe and was just hopping on the other one. Like, I just, you know, I just, I made it work. You just gotta make it work. And I think DJing is the hardest I've ever worked. I kind of was lazy before. Yeah? Yeah, working a nine to five. I used to call out of work all the time. If I got a cold, it was like, oh, I can't come to work. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I was like, I can't come to work. It's like, who you. We got to get paid. That's right. like, go to work. So, because <laughs> you, don't have, you, off, you don't have a
1: backup. What what happens in the event that you can't come in, right? Do you have a backup? Because it's just like you. You have to just depend you mean, on like yourself. You like another DJ I work with? Yeah.
0: Oh, I work with uh, a bunch of DJs. I mean, you know, I have like DJs that are in my circle that I, like, I'm like. i pretty, I am like have real relationships with. I'm like, they're my real friends and, right. you know, beyond DJing. And I, you know, we hand it off to each other. We always, you know, help right. each other out. So, if I can't make it to something, then... I might send another one of my friends or... I gotcha. It works out like that.
1: So let's segue into the philanthropy a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I had the wonderful opportunity of going to one of your dj for for cure events. And I was so excited to be there. I think the concept and the purpose and everything is just really great. To mash up with, you know, music, art, but for a purpose. Thank you. So talk to me about how this all came about. Why you, you know, you're doing it, all that good
0: stuff. Well, I mean... I became a DJ and I was surrounded by all these amazing people yeah. and I wanted to do something you know to help others who had been in this situation. It's always been a passion of mine. It's always been something that I wanted to do and it just I mean it it just fell in my lap and I was you know I went to Good Morning America and I saw uh Robin Roberts and she was telling her story and I just saw like how she helps out people and how she just was fighting and I was just like dang, I want like she was just so inspiring to yeah. me. And then, like, you know, two weeks later, I called my publicist, and we made it happen. Yeah. We started, uh, Carrie Smalls, I called them and we made DJ For care Cure happen, and, you know, now we're here today. But it's, I mean, it's fun. It helps me not think about certain things. It helps them not think about, you know, patients that, you know, that we work with and, you know, other, like, friends of patients or, or family members of, like, You know, cancer patients who are going through, and even survivors. Like music and art, is just like the best. Right? Could you not? You know. And every day you have to worry about this, that, and the other. But I always tell them, like you, you know, you worry about, you know, your chemo treatments and this and that. But today, I want you to just come and enjoy yourself. Just come and dance with us, or you know, it's fun. And there meets. I mean, I don't know. But cancer patients and survivors are the strongest people. I love them. Yeah, I mean, well, you. <laughs> I you, mean, it's unfortunate, but I mean, it's it just it like we you, they're so strong. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you would know. You know firsthand. Yeah. Um, talk to me about how you found out that you had cancer and what that was
0: like for you. Uh, you know, it was a difficult thing for me. I was nineteen. I was, you know, in college. I just made the dean's list, and you know, next thing I know, I feel this like this lump on my neck and I was just like freaking out about it and then next thing I you know it was cancer. And, you know, but thank God, like I honestly was blessed because I only had it for a summer. Right, wow, that's that's I really call good. it dear summer, Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> like, anyways, but yeah, I always call it Dear Summer, but that like that's my story. But uh, you know, I had it for a summer, I was blessed. But I feel like if anything motivates me more and no that's like my confirmation from God to know that, that this is, like, my purpose and this right. is why I left you here. I gave you a little bit of experience and now go out and help. Because it's, I mean, to me, it's, like, sometimes I'm, like, even ashamed to say I'm a survivor because it's, like, people who go through way more than I ever went through.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I. that's why I admire them and I feel like I have to fight for them or do stuff for them, you know.
1: Right. I mean... No matter the time, no matter how long you've had or had to deal with it, you know, you're a survivor regardless. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, but you, you get what I'm tough. saying. Like, you yeah, know, just, no, I understand, but it's, you know, don't yeah. take that away from yourself.
0: No, 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 no I don't, but I just I admire, you know, also don't take it away from them. And I see their fight and I just, it's just so strong. It's right. like... I don't know if I would ever be able to be that strong. It's right. pretty amazing.
1: <laughs> do you have any advice? Because everyone knows someone that is either a survivor or is currently going through mm-hmm. uh, you know, treatment. What advice do you have for those people who are friends to those that are like, going through treatment? How can we be more
0: supportive? Mm-hmm. What can we do to you know, help the process along? Well, I think one, one of the number one things is to do is to educate yourself and to care enough to educate yourself and like go learn about what your friend is going through read online i mean like i was on webmd my mom was on webmd more than i was yeah and it it meant it 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 meant a lot like when i was going through stuff and she'll say no this would work this this is gonna work because i looked it up whatever that just showed me that she was like you know she had my back and I, i didn't feel alone in it because of that and you know it's just things like that like if you know, I couldn't eat certain things, and my family stopped eating a certain way also because it was, like, a support system. I couldn't go somewhere. It wasn't like they just left me home. Right. You know, a lot of my friends, like, they, they were there for me. One of my best friends, was Toya. You know, she didn't really go anywhere that summer because I couldn't go anywhere that summer. And that meant, I mean, I didn't want her to stay in the house, but it it was nice that she was there with me. So I think if you have a friend or a family member, just be there for them. And different people take things different ways. Like some people may not want to make a big deal of it. They may not want to talk about it. They may not want all that. It depends on your friend or family. But the most important thing, I think, is to be just be supportive and, uh, you know, do your research.
1: Right. Great advice. Would you say, you know, definitely I assume that these life experiences serve as some of the inspiration for some of your fabulous art pieces. I see you giving us a little, you know, give us a little peeks of them on, mm-hmm. like, Instagram and stuff like that. Talk to me, talk to me more about that, because I know that you did graphic design. But then how did you go from that to, like, doing, you know, the painting thing?
0: Well, I started off, my foundation... Uh is uh fine arts okay and uh oil paintings are like my favorite i've always been i've it's funny because like now i'm just like you know dj keanu parks but i mean to me i'm like the artist keanu parks who dj's like, yeah yeah <laughs> i just happen to be a kick-ass artist and a kick-ass dj right but uh yeah my i mean that's that was my foundation like uh, paintings and i like it's mostly what i feel and if i'm emotional and What I'm going through, I try to, like, just be as raw as possible with my canvases. Right. And showing that. I don't really paint for... Like, when I DJ, most of the time I'm DJing for the crowd. But when I paint, I'm not painting for anybody Mm. but me. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, is there a career moment that you're still waiting for in the art or DJ world? Of course. I want to travel the world. I want to bring... I mean, I've, you know, been traveling, but, you know, I just two years in now and I think I'm doing okay but my goal is to travel the world whether it's with my paintings or my art you know I just want to just spread the love right
1: (laughs) I hear you yeah well you know we always like to I always like to involve your supporters and fans so that Mm -hmm. they can ask some questions so we threw out a question on Instagram so let's see what some people asked Okay, see, this name is going to give me a little trouble. Poor <laughs> Lamardu, I think. You know, you know who, who you are. They want to uh, they wanna know, what is your favorite song to surprise people with during your set?
0: Ooh. It depends on what set I'm doing and what mood I'm in. Because sometimes I'll throw Toxic Beyond. I mean, Britney Spears out there or some old 90s TRL type of song that right. everybody hyped. Or I might just play DJ Khaled. Everybody, you know, it was a... a all I did was win. Yeah, hands <laughs> up. I'm so bad with names. I just put Khaled Wynn. And yeah. I, uh and I don't know. It's just I'm I'm pretty random sometimes. Like yeah, I might just play like TLC Scrubs. Sometimes one of the funniest reactions I ever got was when I played TLC Scrubs and then I like cut it and then put uh, Pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. that's a good mashup, though, huh? That's a that's, good. That's. A I good, mean, because it's the same song. Yeah. Like, it's like, but like, all the guys are like, oh, and, then yeah. put, and it was like a pigeon. is a. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that <jungle's> funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so
1: uh Jay Koisant wants to know how well can you cupid shuffle, and le-? so I'm gonna I'm gonna add on to this person's. um question because they want to know if you can cupid shuffle but i want to know can you dance at all i mean like being a dj i assume all djs have to know how to dance and like break it down a little bit so would you call yourself
0: oh yeah 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 i'm a dancer yeah <laughs> <laughs> i do you have to, i can two-step i can't quite twerk yeah uh you know but, like I can't quite. So I feel I like can't, I can't get it. I could never do the hill toe, none of that. But no, I can I can two I can two step. I'm but a I feel like girl, so. y-
1: you have to know as a DJ, you kind of have to know what dances are hot now, right? I guess no, or it's not really that important.
0: Yeah, I mean the shmoney dance. So.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so well, talk talk to me about. Um, the most difficult part about being a DJ, because I couldn't imagine doing what you do, because it's so mm-hmm. hard to me. Just, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it used to be hard when I first started, because I would be nervous before my sets and all that stuff, and just, like, my hands would shake. Oh, my God, it would shake so bad. Right. But now it's not so hard. Now it's more fun. Yeah. Now it's, like, you know, if anything, the hardest thing is, like, working on days when you're tired. Mm. But... Then as soon as you get to work, it's like, oh, yeah, I love this. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I love it. It's all right. <laughs> yes, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's the best part about it. But, I mean, you know, it's whatever. It's not, it's not, it's not that hard if you really love it right. and you like it and uh, you're good at it. So
1: Thank uh, you so much for talking with us today. Yeah. On behalf of everyone on the other side of that screen, I just want to thank you for having the courage to turn your passion into your, your career.
0: Yes, I would like to encourage you to do that Living for a living. That's me. Yes, living for (laughs) a
1: living. I love it. Until next time, if you guys enjoyed this interview as much as I did, I want you to like, I want you to comment, I want you to share, I want you to put it on all your social media platforms and let me know. Come on now. I don't know. I need to feel the love. Feel the love. Holla. Exactly. Until next time. Bye. Bye.